Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. It's one of the greatest weeks of the year. The NFL Scouting Combine is here. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a man less concerned with offensive tackles, arm lengths than the general population. And with me, as always, is AJ. The only Olympics for me is the under. Oh wow, the <laughs> underwear Olympics. Marchese. Uh, first of all, retweet. Second of all, you seem pretty concerned about Connor Williams' arm. Connor Williams. Wow. Whoa. Slip. I don't care. But the I was talking about in the reference to the way the NFL is going to view it. His arms was also were also longer than the NFL expected, though. So eh, more uh, on honestly, that in a bit. Okay, we'll get there. Uh, Today, we'll take a look at some of the major measurements from the first day of the NFL Scouting Combine, then preview the Combine as a whole, and finally, continue our 2019 NFL Draft position rankings with, yes, you guessed it, the interior defensive linemen, and it's a great group. So let's hit it! Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Driving down to Nashville maybe Looking for a net or bosa Draft Matt Gay on the first day Draft Matt Gay on the second day Just get Matt Gay on your squad Let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. I'd like to take a second to tell you all about our new friends from TickSplit, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges, at TickSplit's, the price you see is the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. Go to TickSplits.com and enter promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Promo code ARMCHAIR. TickSplits. Guaranteed seats. Guaranteed emotions. The NFL scouting combine is kind of here. Um, Players started uh, showing up on Tuesdays. Some players started measuring in on Wednesday, which is today, and but really it's Thursday for the listener. <laughs> but I'm confused. Um, so offensive linemen, running backs, and the throwing quarterbacks, just the, the combine arms, that's what I'll call them, measured in. Um, some, some pretty big deal, I would say, for uh, mainly for the way NFL views these people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus, I, I'm not as obsessed with uh, sizes as some media scouts probably are. I don't know about you, AJ. Do you care if your offensive tackle's arm length is under 34 inches? Uh, honestly, my number's 33. 
As long as you don't have, like, really short arms. It's, the the NFL average for starting offensive tackles, 33 and a half. Yeah, so it's not that big. Like, that 34-inch like, threshold really doesn't make sense when you think about it. So, But I love like, it. I, I love it. Oh, Jonah Williams? Number one tackle in this class. Oh, wait. His arms are three eights shorter than they're supposed to be? Yeah, Going to have to kick him inside and draft him mid-first. Yeah, I know. It's, it's pretty stupid. So, uh, just off the top, um, there's some, uh, there, I don't know, I don't know why Brett Rippon's in the, uh, camp combine arm throwing group, mm-hmm. but he is. Um, nine inch hands, though. Under the threshold. Yeah. I, I don't care about arms, but I care about hands. No, I don't, it doesn't really matter. Unless it's, it? a, it, unless it's in such an extreme, I don't worry. He's, yes, that or if it, like, if it showed up on tape and like, yeah, he's like dropping if, balls all the time, and you know, yes. every time he gets hit, he's fumbling, and if he can't throw in the cold or the rain or and the he, snow, and he played in Idaho for four exactly, years, exactly. Like, so like, it's not a concern. And uh, again, the the QB threshold for hand size is generally uh, nine and a quarter inch, mm-hmm. and he's nine inches, so <laughs> it's not massive. For me, I like it like. I don't use it to ding guys that much. I, I just get excited when dudes have like you yeah. Know, if, yeah. If someone yeah. has massive fans, like, well, that's really cool. You know. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Rippin came in slightly under six foot two, mm-hmm. two ten. I don't know. I was more impressed with the the size Tom who came in at just under six three, just over two twenty, and almost ten inch hands. It's pretty good. Yeah, he's moving up my board just for that. <laughs> uh, and Stick came in at basically the same thing. He came in at the East West Shrine game. Uh, I still love Easton Stick. So. I, I know you do. I know I you know. do. Um, okay, into the real talk now. The offensive tackles generally get the most buzz uh, on the day one measurements uh, mm-hmm. because, like we said, arm length. Starting at the top, Jonah Williams comes in six four and four eights, three hundred two pounds, thirty three. And five eight inch arms. I don't know, man. Like, does it really matter? Again, I think it's going to matter more so how the NFL views him rather than how we view him because he's yeah. still offensive tackle one for me. Yeah, there. A lot of people you'll see on Twitter specifically the splits between people who are either like, "Oh, under thirty four inches, that's that's not good," and then like game brugler was saying how the nfl thought they'd be shorter so it's actually a win for jonah williams mm-hmm. they thought he'd be like at 33 flat whereas again if, if the nfl average is 33 and a half he's over the average exactly um so. yeah so i'm not too worried i'm not kicking him inside to guard or i don't know bucky brooks was saying how the nfl might view him as a center that seemed a little strange wait what now i didn't hear yeah. that yep um Right, so I don't know. I wasn't too worried about that. Uh, I'm I'm I would be more concerned with if he tests terribly than mm-hmm. his arms being an eighth of an inch too short. Um, which he he might uh, not test all that well because there are some athleticism questions. But I'm not too worried about that. Uh, Cody Ford came in at six foot three and six eight, three hundred twenty nine pounds, thirty four inch arms. I think that's big for him because some people again thought he might be a guard because of how wide he is. Yeah. But uh, I'm, again, pretty confident I'm sticking him at tackle. Yeah, but, like, you can watch Cody Ford and you can tell his arms are long, to be honest. Yeah, he's a massive man. Also, there's not, like, he is surprisingly athletic for his size. Worth mentioning, that size is awfully similar to Jason Peters. 
There okay. I said Are you it. hinting at something? I'm hinting at something. Oh, I'm not I'm not picking it up. He could have played tight end in Arkansas. Oh, okay. Okay. He could have. He probably could have. To me, the biggest winner of the tackle group was definitely Juwan Taylor, the yeah. Florida tackle. Came in at 6'5", 3'12", 35 and 8th inch arms. Uh, so arms are really long, perfect height. And he came in much lighter than uh, was initially expected. And he yeah. he's a guy who was nearly 400 pounds, I think his junior year of high school. And Florida said, you have to drop weight if you want to play for us. And he's always wanted to play for Florida. I think he got down to like 360 and they offered him. And then he's <laughs> lost weight and got himself into shape. And you can see yeah. the difference between uh, his sophomore and junior year for sure. And T- yeah, Taylor Taylor hit all the boxes. Today yeah, and sure. like with that weight drop, I'm excited to see how he tests. Me too. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it later. I, I think he can have a really big... He could week in Indy. I think all Jonah Williams, Cody Ford, and Juwan Taylor are all in the conversation to go top ten. Yeah, and like we might see more than one of them go top ten. Oh, definitely. I, I think we're seeing two of them probably. Yeah, all uh, three top fifteen. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. Yeah. Uh, another big box being checked was Dalton Reisner. Yeah, six four and six eight, three hundred twelve pounds, thirty four inch arms. He's going to get a shot to be a right tackle. Yep, now, he is. Are you gonna keep him in the IOL group or? Um, I I think he's better at guard. I, I know I mean, he's gonna get a shot. About that. We've talked about that, yeah. I, and I agreed with you. I just think, yeah, I, they're gonna let him fail out tackle before they kick him inside for sure. And he like he, he's not gonna I, test all that well. No, I, I think I he can be a, a good right tackle in the NFL. But like, yeah. would you I, rather a good right tackle or Pro Bowl guard? I'd rather a Pro Bowl guard, but I mean. It's a, it's a good debate, to be honest. It is. No, it's definitely a great debate to have. Um, tackles are harder to find. Oh, de- most definitely. But also, Pro Bowl players are hard to find. So, it's a... It's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. Like, it, it obviously depends on how uh, great the leap is between him at tackle and him at guard. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's still enough that I would kick him into guard. So Fair enough. Uh, another big box being checked. Yadin Kajus coming at 6'4", 7'8", 34-inch arms. I hope he tests as well as I've heard he's going yeah. to. And if he does, he's going to lock himself into the first round. Yeah, Yanni, um, Yanni, big week. He's already did day one, and now he's going to do step number two and finish it off. And you know what's funny um, about the Jonah Williams arm length thing? What's that? Andre Dillard, who I, big media seems to view him a little higher than we do. Um, I like Andre Dillard, but yeah, I, I, I right. do too. Like I've seen him mocked in like top ten, top fifteen. Yeah, uh, uh, consistently too. So. Yes, and he, he came in with shorter arms than Jonah Williams, and no one said a thing. <laughs> he came in at six five three fifteen with thirty three uh, uh, half inch arms. Yeah. So like, I don't know why why are, is there all this huff, hubbub about Jonah Williams arm length and like no one said a thing about Andre Dillard. Honestly, like I said, it's the th- my threshold is really thirty three. If you have short arms, then yeah, it's gonna hurt you. But like, everyone came in above thirty three except and, for Andre James. And if so. you can see it hurting them on tape, there's yeah. a difference between it doing Absolutely. that and not. And you'll see a lot of former and current NFL offensive tackles say arm length is overrated. There's multiple things online um, showing that there isn't correlation between yep. the two. Yeah, at least at. Like you said, like if thirty three between thirty three and thirty four, like it's not uh, some massive drop off that proves you're no. not good. No, um, it's a little overrated for sure. It a, is a lot overrated. Uh, David Edwards though, thirty three and uh, three eight uh, inch arms. 
Yep. Surprised considering he's over six foot six. Yeah. Uh, it's a little shorter than I expected, but again, it doesn't really matter. I don't. Yeah, I know. Greg Little hitting a box over thirty five inches. He's gonna shoot a stock up. The one that does concern me, Caleb McGarry, comes in at six foot seven uh, and an eight, three hundred seventeen pounds, thirty two and seven eight. Why? So, so at the Senior Bowl, they came in at over 34, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so. Him and Paul Adams both had, from Paul Adams, the East-West Shrine game, and him to from the Senior Bowl, came in much shorter. So, uh, uh, Jim Nagy said it's usually the same people doing the measurements. I, I don't know what happens here. Yeah, yeah, and Nagy said split the difference. Yeah. So, he'd be like 33 and a half. Still, you know, he's six seven, so that's a little short for him. But uh, yeah, uh, does it does it hurt him? Not particularly on tape. So also, if uh, his game might be suited to play inside, if he can play a little lower. Yes, that's true, but that's a difficulty for him. Yeah, it is. Uh, and Chuma Idogo also checking the box, almost thirty five mm-hmm. inch arms. Uh, jumping into some of the IOLs, do you care that Garrett Bradbury's thirty one six eight for his arms? No. It's- if if care. if it's any position that you don't care about for arm length, it's the center. Agreed. Uh, uh, quick, especially when I, he's as good as he is. Yeah, absolutely. Can I jump back quick? Yeah. Uh, how about Bobby Evans? His arms came in at almost thirty-five or thirty-four. I was surprised quarters. by that because he's a six-foot-four tackle. Yeah. So does that mean the NFL is going to view him as a t- tackle yeah, like, only? But like, I would rather like I think he's going to be better as a guard. Me too. Like, he's a developmental starter on the interior of the O-line, in my opinion, versus a swing tackle, if you, like, backup swing tackle I, type. If you Yeah, I, I think he can, yeah, I agree. I think he can start uh, on the interior, and I don't see him really being a starter on a tackle. So, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Um, Chris Lindstrom, over 34 inches. Does that make him a tackle now? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, most of the, like, IOLs don't really matter, but Mike Jordan's definitely checking the boxes of getting himself overdrafted because of his size yeah yeah i would I, i'm interested to see if the nfl might actually with him because he was a, a tackle coming out of high school and ohio state just uh kicked him inside i wonder if the nfl would um consider them honestly if, if i'm not gonna play him somewhere it's gonna be center if, if i'm being honest i think his best spot's right guard yeah i think i agree with you i'm just saying i think i'd rather play him at right tackle than center i don't I, but definitely, I, I think he's a guard. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying gun to my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, jumping to some of the big-name running backs. Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs coming in at 220. That's good. Which, that's it. some NFL team's uh, threshold is 220 as a running back. So, that's big for him. Yeah, Ronnie Anderson, 224 is nice, too. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah, definitely. And Montgomery coming in at 222. Um, those are the three who can't checked in at over 220, 220 and over that are top end of the draft running backs. Um, mm-hmm. Holyfield, Harris, both coming in at 216, 217. That's good. Um, I don't know. Again, uh, oh, Miles Sanders coming in at 510, 5'8", 211. I, he's going to either – I think he's somewhat a polarizing running back prospect. Neither of us yeah. are too high on him. But then no. you'll see some people say, like, second round, uh, top five running back. I don't see it. Testing is going to be massive for him because yeah. of that. Um, it, uh, can I throw it? Like, I'm kind of impressed that Tony Pollard gained 10 pounds from the Senior Bowl, apparently. I, I, I'm guessing that's because he is realizing I'm viewed as a running back. But that, like, now his size is, like, not a big question. He's 5'11 and 5'8 and 2'10. Yeah. 
Like that's that's solid. It's really solid. Um, We have a lot of undersized running backs who I I like uh, in this class, and um, Mm -hmm. to me, we we we've talked about this before. I don't get too concerned with height in a running back. I don't either. Like why? If anything, being shorter helps. Like unless it's like belligerently short. It's the weight that matters. Like you know, belligerently short and light. Like. There's so plenty of examples of running backs in the NFL that are short, and it, it doesn't tend to matter. Um, so we got here are uh, all the guys coming in under five ten that I like. Um, Darrell Henderson coming at five eight three eight two oh eight. He came in thick, and yeah, he looks he was, thicker this year. And I'm excited yeah. to see how he tests at this size. And he was let's say what like five nine, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, I know. Uh, Devin Singletary, 5'7", five, seven, five, seven 203. People are going to over-examine him being under 5'8". Again, based on his game, I do not care. Uh, to me, I've talked about it before, he reminds me of Devonta Freeman, who is about this exact size yeah. and runs with great contact balance, runs low to the ground. It, it's just a bowling ball at times. Singletary, same idea. Like he's, It doesn't affect his style of play. I'm not no. worried. So now, like, if you're five six and under, then I maybe start thinking about it. But yeah. definitely, it doesn't it doesn't affect him, and he's still over two hundred pounds. It's not yeah. like it's only came at five seven one ninety or yeah, exactly, exactly. And Philip Lindsay did. He's sure okay. Yeah. Uh, James Williams, Washington State, five nine uh, and a half, one ninety seven, the lightest running back there. With him, I'm not that worried because he's a satellite back. He's a James White clone. He's about the same size as James White. Right yeah. system. He's gonna be fine. Trivion Williams, 5'8", 206. I thought that was a good weight to have him at. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justice Hill, same similar idea to James Williams. 5'9", 5'8", 198. I would have liked to see Hill hit 200, but I mean, like, it's two pounds. He was listed at one, 185, though. I know, I know. So I'm uh, pretty excited that he is up to that. Reminds me of Dion Lewis. So uh, I was surprised Miles Gaskin got up to yeah. two, 205. 5'9", 205. That's good, nice. Good for him, yeah. And Kron Higdon, 5'9", 108, 206. Yeah, maybe a little light for Hayden. I don't know. He's well. He's not the same. Like he is an inside runner for yeah. uh, I guess an undersized back. Like he's not. Yes. Like I would. I'd say James James Williams, uh, Justice Hill, Miles Gaskin, and even Trevion Williams are the satellite back types. Trevion less so, but more of like that change of pace runner. Yeah. Henderson and Singletary to me are starting running backs. And Higdon's like a complimentary. He reminds me a lot of Matt Breda. I don't. I don't hate that. Yeah, just a tough sob. Um, yeah. Again, the you're listening to this. You're. I already know how big Kyler Murray is. We don't know yet, but we're excited to find out. Yeah. Um, the most important measurement. So now going ahead, jumping into just our NFL Combine preview. Uh, we're going to go position by position, look at uh, the guy in that group with the most to gain, the guy with the most to lose, and who we think will be the overall winner of the group um, in testing, measurements, on-field, off-field, medicals, the whole shabam. Is that a word? I don't really know. Shebang. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, jumping in. Quarterbacks, who you got with the most to gain? Yeah, I I don't – I kind of struggle a little bit. I settled on Brett Rippon. We talked about him already. Uh, other than the hand size being a little small, like you said, he's he's a camp or not a camp arm, combine arm. I think Brett is the forgotten guy in the group. 
Uh, he's not going to be flashy, but he didn't get a chance to shine in Mobile. Uh, so him going to Indy, th- doing all of the throws, literally all of the throws, uh, you know, how, I think he's going to do really well in interviews. Why not? Uh, he's got the NFL blood. <laughs> I think he's just going to have a really solid week and say, hey, I'm still here. I'm super surprised you don't have Kyler Murray as your most again because... This is the difference between going top five and going top 30. Yeah, he's my most to lose. <laughs> Brett, Rippin's, so Brett Rippin's my most to lose. That's so weird. So we have literally different... Uh... <laughs> I don't know if most again Kyler Murray. If he comes in at 5'10", yeah. or nearly 5'10", at 200 plus pounds, if his hands are 9 inches... And then he tests the way a lot of people expect him to test. Apparently, he it, the NFL, Rich Eisen said the guys at the NFL Network would be surprised if he doesn't throw. And if he he now that he's proven he's committed to football, if the, in the or is trying to prove that at least in the interview process, I feel like he'll be much more prepared, much more open. Um, and I think he he's my quarterback one. I think uh, this the combine should help him solidify that. I agree with everything. You I mean, said. you can you can use everything I said and switch it, and that's why he would also be the most to lose. <laughs> that's because exactly he's so, such a it's such a polarizing situation yeah. with Kyler Murray in general. Yeah, like I like I said, I agree with everything you said. I just if it goes the opposite way, he's got he has a lot to lose. Like I know there's like weird pictures, like oh look how much weight Kyler's gained. He's over two hundred, blah blah blah. So I if think he, he if will he, be. Go, sorry, I think he will be. I hope so. I'm just saying, if he isn't, that hurts. The height, I honestly, I think the height, unless he's freakishly small, yeah, it's not a big deal anymore. What you he's, say? He's, yeah, the height is less important than the weight. Yes, for sure. Um, unless he's under it, five eight, the hand size could be small. That's a worry. If I'm more, does, yeah, I'm more worried about the hand size than the height. Um, yeah, I'm more worried about the weight too. Uh, yeah, no, I, I would go weight, hand size, height. Because his hands, like it's so hard to tell, but he he looks like they could be a little small. Doesn't matter though, anyways. Uh, if he doesn't test athletically as amazing as everyone hopes, it hurts him a bit too. You but know what I mean? So I, a... my feeling is, if he knows he's not going to, he just won't. Like, yeah, I, I think so too. It, it's similar idea to why, like, not Lamar the Jackson. same idea, but like, yeah. similar to Lamar Jackson not running the forty. Kyler Murray's my overall winner. I think everything's going to bounce right for him, and yeah. I think he's going to help himself a I, lot. It's, it's hard not to choose him as the overall winner, especially yeah. when the. Like, Dwayne Haskins is QB2, and he's not going to, like, not that I care, but he's not going to test well. Drew Locke yeah. probably won't. Um, Daniel Jones is so meh. Um, Brett Rippin, my most to lose, though, partially playing into it is his hands already came in. Mm-hmm. So I'm biased here. Um, also, not a great athlete. If he doesn't it show his ability with accuracy and ball placement in throwing drills, yeah. Um, because that's really his only on-field opportunity to show anything at the combine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think he's he's got I like he would be in my top three for going to be the best quarterbacks on the chalkboard. Most again, too, uh, Drew Locke can just keep helping himself, and like Andy's probably going to be a solid place for him to keep. He's following the that. he's following the Josh Allen check board check yeah plan, pretty much, but way less athletic. Yeah. And lesser arm. I'll say it. Okay, running backs. Who you got Not for, as tall. Yeah. Who you got for the most again in the running backs? I, I went with Elijah Holyfield. Okay, interesting. 
uh, Georgia. I think he's going to – I mean, he already came in. He's he's nice and big. Uh, I think he's going to test pretty well. I think he's kind of underrated right now. I think he's going to check all the boxes and uh, come out smelling pretty good. I went with Memphis's Darrell Henderson. Um, I, I thought about Henderson for sure, yeah. Yeah, because he coming in at uh, 208, that's a nice size. If he tests the way I expect him to – yeah, lock himself into the second round, I believe. But um, if he if he doesn't hit the forty time, and I know forty's kind of stupid, it's not that important. No, but you're right. If he doesn't hit it, it's gonna hurt. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if he if he tests everything the way he does, I also think he catches the ball better than a handful of these running backs. Yeah. Um, if he can show that, uh, I think yeah, solidifies himself as a top five running back and a potential second round pick. Um, who've, who've you got for most to lose? I put David Montgomery here. I think there's two clear options. Uh, one being David Montgomery. Be- yeah. I, sorry, go ahead. Just like, obviously the athleticism questions. I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to test well, but he's a guy I'm going to trust the tape on over the testing. Me too. But it could hurt him. Um, I know some people don't view him as highly as we do. Is he, he's both our running, you're, you're running back one, my running back two. Yeah, I think so. But like Jacobs and him really, really tight for me. But yeah. Um, also worth noting, Jacobs not going to be doing much on field because of the groin. Um, but yeah, Mon- Montgomery's not a guy who's going to blow you away with testing. But again, I don't. It's not his game. I don't really care, All, unless it's like absurdly bad. Uh, yeah. And then Rodney Anderson's the big, probably the most possible lose with medicals. Yeah, that's very true. Also, not testing like at all, right? And, like, if his medicals come back scary, yeah. like, that's the difference between someone gambling him on gambling on him in the third round versus him falling to, like, the fifth, sixth. Like, remember Jay Ajayi's fall? Mm-hmm. Like Which we didn't know about the knee when it was happening either, did we? I don't think. It, there were uh, whispers. But just whispers, yeah. Well, not, like, not like Anderson, yeah. Because, like, I remember just, like, why the hell is he falling? He's clearly better than where he just fell to. Yeah. Uh, who's your overall winner in this group? I don't know. I kind of struggle with this. Uh, if Jacobs tested everything, I think it would be him. I think so too. Uh, I don't. If I had to settle on someone else, I don't. You know, how about, how about Dexter Williams is gonna have a good week? I think he he's gonna make himself some good money. I think so too. I'll, so I'll go with like Jacobs really, but I'll go with Dexter Williams. Uh, I've got Elijah Holyfield here. Okay, so uh, basically the same. Yeah, thing. like I think again, he came in uh, a shade over five ten, two seventeen. He looks shredded. I think he's got underrated agility yep. and explosiveness. Um, I think he's going to test well. I, I, I think, think he's going to help I think, himself. Like, not that this matters. I think there's a good chance he uh, puts up more on the bench than anybody else. There's not chance, not yeah. like that I like that really matters. But It I mean, never hurts, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I just think his game is so well-rounded that he might not win anything, but he'll finish near the top in everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, receivers. This one is damn hard for the yeah. most to gain. I wrote like 15 names down. <laughs> Who you got? I, I went with Riley Ridley. He's, he is one of my 15 names. Wow, I, I did well. Um, I think just because he's... I don't, how do I put it? He's under the radar, yet he isn't. I don't... He's kind of in a weird place. He's polarizing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I think just he's a pretty silky dude. If he goes out there, checks the boxes, he's going to just say, okay, he didn't produce in college. 
quote unquote, but he his he's clearly athletic enough, and his skills are going to translate to the NFL. You know what I mean? Just kind of yeah, um, make himself look solid. Receivers receivers are one of the most important positions, or carry the most yeah. weight at the combine at least. Yeah, both because of testing, um, and because of the drills. They, you get to see them catch a lot of balls. Yeah, and like that translates better than a lot of the other stuff people are doing on field outside of testing at the combine. Um, pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Ridley, if he if he runs well, like mm-hmm. I don't think he's a burner by any means, but if he runs better than expected, tests overall better than expected, that's going to do a lot for him. If yeah. he tests kind of like his brother, that's not going to be great. Um, not, not I won't ding him because I didn't with Calvin. Yeah. I feel smart. Uh, I also threw down Demarcus Lodge. I think part of that is um, obviously you want to see him run run well, but the coming back to catching the ball because the one thing I've got with him he, is he the concentration drops. Yeah. So if if that pops up, or if he if he's clean, that'll help him a lot. Um, I mean, damn, you could throw like Hakeem Butler, JJ Arcega, Whiteside, yeah. like just guys. Who, if they run better than people expect, that's going to help yep. them a lot. Antoine yep. Wesley. Uh, I also think Keyshawn Johnson and Terry McLaurin, if and when they run fast, that's going to help yeah, them a lot. For sure. Uh, most to lose for you? I put Nikhil Harry Yeah, here. me too. Easy choice. But, easy choice. But, like we kind of said earlier, I think it could also go the other way. Because, like, the expectations are so... L- I, I don't know. They're they're pretty low on him right now. I mean, we saw that video of him uh, verting 42 inches, so maybe yep. it's just more athletic than anyone ever knew. And I, I'm on that side. I think everything is kind of overblown with him. Uh, I, I don't remember who it was last year, but I felt this way about someone and I ended up being right. So there you go. What? <laughs> Bad example. Athletic? Was it DJ Moore? Uh, no. I don't think it was a receiver. I can't even remember. I'm oh, stupid. Okay. Don't worry. Uh, uh, I know. I, I, I think... A, but I mean, of course, if, if it all doesn't happen, he's going to hurt himself a lot. But yeah. if, he, if he if he does a little bit better than everyone expects, it's it's not going to hurt. I'm a, I mean? yeah, I'm a Nikhil Harry fan. I think the difference here is though that he could be a, a top thirty pick or he could be a second round pick. Yeah, based on mm-hmm. how he tests, and I think there is so much on his plate with that. Versus, like, his yeah, testing is going to be held against him more than a lot of these other guys. 100%. 100%. Uh, overall winner, I bet it's DK Metcalf. You bet correctly. Yeah, the dude's going to apparently run, like, come in at, like, 6'4". <laughs> I heard 240. That's bad. That's not good, even if he runs fast. I don't want him 240. Yeah, people, people are saying, like, please don't be that heavy. But, yeah, if he's 225 and runs a 4'4", four, four, flat. Yeah, and yeah. he's also the most, uh, to use a mayakism, the most body beautiful receiver at the combine <laughs> uh tight ends most again i went with irv smith i you know why because i feel like everyone's kind of sleeping on him a bit i think what? he's gonna do he's a first Sorry? round pick to most people yeah but he's getting forgotten with no fantasy oh, he's not. yeah he is You're uh, just because you like him so much i like Irv smith but you know no one's really talking about his athletic ability i think he can go in and have a good week and solidify himself in that range. Uh, okay. I mean, I think he's already locked himself into a top forty pick as long as he um doesn't shit the bed of the combine. Yeah, I don't know. But who, like, what? T- okay, who's da- your Dawson Knox because of the okay, yeah, lack of college production. Um, and and he looks really athletic on tape. So if it comes through, I think that yeah. can lock him into being a uh, a top sixty pick. Okay, that's fair. Uh, who you got for most to lose? I want to know a fan. 
it, like he's expected to test super well. Obviously, I, I'm not saying he's not going to, but if he doesn't, it it hurts his whole thing, right? So, uh, yeah, that's fair. I went I went with Caden Smith. He's kind of the forgotten tight end of the big yeah. name groups. I don't no. think he's uh, the athlete that some of these other guys are. It's a good. Point. I, I yeah. think he he's gonna kind of fall down the uh, tight end ranks after the it, combine. If he no, that's a good pick. If he doesn't test well. He's, he'll he'll be forgotten and fall. That's a good pick. And especially a lot of those later round dudes could have surprising results. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I think like Dax Raymond, yeah. Kahal mm-hmm. Waring, um, guys like even that. Like, like Keenan Brown might have a weird... Yeah, oh weird. yeah, Elise Mack even. Like there's a, a yeah. lot of them who could test yeah. pretty no, well. No, I, I, that's, a good, that's a good pick. Uh, and who's your overall winner? I want T.J. Hawkinson. I think he's just going to test really well. Like, yeah, I think he'll have a George Kittle-like... Maybe yeah. not to the same dominant athletic extent, but yeah. like it's just going to be so clean. He's one of the cleanest prospects in the whole draft. Yeah, like he is so safe. Uh, I went with Noah Fant because I think the explosiveness. I think he's going to come through. Uh, as long I hope he comes in at like two forty five ish, and then he comes through on all the explosion drills. Then we good. Uh, o line. Who's who? You think has the most to gain? Uh, I kind of paired two dudes that I've been pairing for a little while now. I went with Edwards and Kajust because they're both, you know, supposed to be athletic. Edwards' arms came in under the 34. Kajust uh, aced the, 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 the way in. Uh, but both of them, if they don't, you know, if they test, Edwards can help himself a little bit more because Kajust already done it. But you know what I mean? He's kind of lost in the shuffle. If he comes back and tests really well, he can help himself a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, same idea for me. I went with Kajusa, Greg Little. Yeah, Little and Edwards are kind of in the same area for me right now. Where L- yeah, their tapes inconsistent, but yeah. they're the combination of their um, how athletic I think they are and their size is really yeah. intriguing as um, with for, the, with their upside. But for Little too, if he tests well, it can make the NFL forget about his. Uh, his inconsistencies, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I think him, if him and Edwards both blew it up, like Little's got more to gain by blowing it up than Edwards does because I don't think yeah. the NFL's like really considering Edwards as a first round guy, but like we've seen Greg Little talk as a first round pick from some. I've seen like him still be mocked like top 20. Yeah, so so potentially if he goes, he's already he's, he's checked out with the way in, and if he goes and blows it up, could he get back there? Yeah, I, I think that's a good pick. Uh, most to lose. Kind of already cheating. I, I won't join Williams. Yeah, it's a, it makes sense. Uh, the length and the athleticism. It yeah. can, it's the difference between him being a top 10 pick as a left tackle or being a mid-first-round pick as a guard. Exactly. And along with that, I think a lot of these dudes are and already ha- are having like a good week in Indy. So I think just like he's kind of had has dudes nipping at his heel. So like it's kind of – like position-wise, like just his ranking and obviously his uh, athletics – Athletic testing and his way in, right? Yeah. Uh, who do you think's the overall winner? I think he already had a great way in. I'm going to go with Juwan Taylor, though. Yeah, I, I, I went with Juwan Taylor as a tackle, and then I think Garrett Bradbury's going to win the week for the interior line. Yeah, I think Bradbury's just going to check everything, man. Yeah, like the combination of Bradbury's quickness is going to show up in testing, and then yeah. his IQ in the in the interviews. Exactly. I, I have a feeling like in the next... 24 to 48 hours, you'll see a tweet about Bradbury just killing interviews. Yeah, and then with Juwan Taylor, he's the most physically imposing tackle, I think, there. And if he comes in and uh, 
hits like the athletic testing he could potentially hit with that uh, weight drop, that'll be massive. Yeah. Uh, D-line, most of gain? I mean, there's one guy, I mean, you kind of know he's going to be named somewhere. I think it could either be gain or lose. Rashawn Gary from Michigan. If kind of his whole ranking is based on his athletic ability, his, or his potential athletic ability, right? Yeah, almost definitely. You're uh, you're gambling on the flashes and the yeah. the testing with him. Um, yeah, if he comes in and hits numbers that he's supposed to hit, like people are gonna continue to say he's a top five pick, even though yeah. it doesn't show up on tape. He's closer to a top forty guy. Uh, I I put him and Charles uh, Amenahu okay. from Texas. Um, if he comes in with his length mm-hmm. and uh, tests well and. I hope because I I see him more as an interior defensive lineman, so I hope he had a little more weight from the Senior Bowl too. Yeah, uh, I think that could be big for him. Most to lose, I want Nick Bosa just because we haven't seen him in so long. Oh, now, wow. before I really talk about this, hold on, Nick Bosa is my overall winner, but because we haven't seen him in you know this season, if he goes out and doesn't nah, do it, he, he if he doesn't even test that well, I don't care. I don't care either. But like if he. By most to lose, I mean he he falls to number five. Like, he he's not the getting into the top two. There's no way. I don't think so either. He's my winner too. I think he's going to show up and uh, that also uh, surprises me. That he's my winner. Yeah, I think he's going to do well. Who's your winner? At Oliver. I know, but that's easy. I went uh, different. Uh, mo- most to lose though, I went with Zach Allen because it wasn't that long ago people were trying to tell us he was a first round pick. Yeah, like he he's after that Senior Bowl. Yeah, and. I don't like. I don't love his tape that much. Okay, uh, well, I mean, we're gonna talk about him today, but like, Allen was. No, no, we're not. He was interesting for me. He's an edge. You think he's an edge? Do I think he's an edge or did he play edge? He played edge, so I put him there. Well, I know. I, I, I you'll, I'll, I'll get. Well, we can talk about him either week. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I just yeah, he, he's the combination of inconsistency. I would rather him bulk up and be a five tech than anything. A two gap mm-hmm. and five tech. I think that's his home, but I th- and I think there's less money in him doing that, and I don't think he's going to test well. And this like this week could put him in as like a day three guy. Yeah, I think that's fair, and I'll talk about him today because I think he's a five tech. So. He should be. Um, yeah, and then my winner's at Oliver because he's going to run a, a four five. <laughs> he's, and Oliver's gonna potentially break every interior defensive lineman combine record. Yeah, but what if he's only two seventy? I don't give a fuck. Me either. Sorry, wel- welcome to my life. If he's six foot two seventy, I don't care. He's not an off ball linebacker. Stop. Oh, we'll talk about Oliver. Oh, wait, or is he an edge tier up? Uh, yeah, everyone's an edge to me <laughs> now. Uh, okay, most to gain on the edge. It, okay, I like that they separated the groups, but like the edge. They group didn't is so do small. a great job though. No, not at all. Like, there's some guys in the D-line group that could be, like, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know how they decide. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, anyways, Josh Allen's supposed to test really well. Uh, there's rumors that he's, like, a top five pick now. So, there you go. If he, if he has a great week in Indy, he's got a lot to gain. Uh, I went with Christian Miller from Alabama. Okay. I think cool. he's going to be the big riser of this group. Um, I think you kind of know what you've got in those top edge guys. I think they're all going to test really well. Versus Christian Miller hype has been slowly building. Yeah. I think we're going to see it all come together this week. Um, yeah. And who you got for most to lose? I'm with Brian Burns because of the uh, the size, the weight concerns. But guess what, Rob? What? Brian Burns is also my winner. I think he's going to check all the boxes. I think he's going to test really well. But obviously his his play 
is linked to his athleticism and stuff like that, right? So yeah, it makes sense. Um, my muscle lose kind of depends on where you view this guy because I don't view him but as highly as I guess Todd McShay thinks he's gonna be a first round pick. Jalen uh, Ferguson? Oh, O'Shane. No, he's not at the combine. O'Shane oh, yeah. Zimenez from Old Dominion. Like, yeah, I, I don't. He's. Is that still a thing, him being a first-round pick? Tommy Shea just mocked him in, in the first round of uh, his most recent mock. Yeah, I, I don't... Like, I, I don't... I, I think he's... Combination of... He's like 6'3", 245. Not that great an athlete. He uses his hands well. And I think there's something to build on there with him. But he's way closer to a fourth-round pick than a first-round pick. And I don't... Th- I think with him not testing well in Indy, it's locking him into being a day-three guy. I thought him being almost irrelevant at the senior bowl kind of doesn't like he'd already put it to bed that he's not a first round pick i don't you know what i mean yeah but you know mcshay was uh busy walking around and handing mics off to people <laughs> uh my overall winner i couldn't decide because i think brian burns jack i josh allen yeah. and cleveland farrell are all gonna fucking kill the combine yeah me too and i think those are like them and nick bosa who's not in the edge group, so I couldn't put his name here. <laughs> I know. Uh, I think those guys are locked in as the top uh, five edges in this class. Yeah. Uh, okay, linebacker, most of the games. I, I struggled with these. But, well, it's a, bad, it's a bad linebacking group. Yeah, I, I went with Devin Bush because I think he's going to test better than people kind of think. I think he's going to do well in the interviews. I, I think he's just going to have a solid week, help himself. I don't know. I, I, I put Voshan Joseph, Terrell Hanks, and Kendall Joseph. Terrell Hanks is my winner because I think he's going to go and have a fucking monster week. Yeah, I put those three because I think they're like kind of in the – because the linebacking groups really, after those top three guys who also all have pretty major flaws, yeah. um, it's quite open. And I yeah. think just blowing up the combine can kind of put you in there. I think it's going to be Hanks. I I think the, the, the worry with Joseph is if he comes in at like 220. Yeah. Versus mm-hmm. I know Hanks' body beautiful. Yeah. Uh, he apparently had the best body at the senior bowl. And he's going to come in at like 6'3", 235, and if yep. he if he kills it. And Kendall Joseph's just an underrated linebacker who I think is athletic. Uh, most to lose for you? I'm with Devin White, just because if he doesn't... Like, we know what he is, but like, like, if he doesn't test well, you can't pick him in the top five, can you? No. No, what? So, you can't take him in the top five no matter what. No, obviously, I'm just saying the, the yeah, people are mocking him there. Yeah, I know. So. I'm just saying. So I, I I went with uh, Mac yeah. Mac Wilson, Devin Bush, and Jermaine Pratt. Yeah. If Mac Wilson doesn't test, um, yeah, no, he because like because he, he his his issues run fits. His big positive is his movement ability and, and ability yeah. and coverage. So if he doesn't test well, that's not great. Yeah. Uh, Devin Bush is. I like Devin Bush. I think he's a, a nice thumper. I think he's Eric Kendricks, but if he tests poorly. Like that's some people see it depends where people like I wouldn't take him in the first round, but yeah. you see him go top twenty in some mocks. So it depends yeah. what you think of these people going. Bush in. Bush a little boomer bust, actually. He's he's kind of uh he could go either way, I think. I, I think, think so too. I yeah. think he could like be whoa, surprisingly good or yeah. like just, bad. Really I know me bad. too. It's weird. Yeah. Uh yeah. and then Jermaine Pratt's kind of the guy competing to be L B four, L B five right now and yeah. uh not showing up. Could really hurt him. Uh, my overall winner, though, is Devin White. I just think he's a freaky athlete. All right. Who's your overall winner? Oh, you said Hanks. Hanks, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Hanks, I would say, is going to make the most money. Like, if I had to That's, put a bet on who's yeah. doing the most for himself this week, 
it would be Terrell Hanks. Just I mean, we we already know he hit the size, right? Like you know that's yeah. a concern coming and to like, small school. But the the thing with Voshan Joseph, who I think is going to test really well, is he could be really small. Yeah. Uh, okay, corner most again. I just uh, kind of copped out. I went with Kendall Sheffield because he's supposed to run fast and just the pedigree of Ohio State. If he runs well and he he's from Ohio State, they're going to overdraft him. <laughs> that's pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, uh, mine, I got two. Amani Oruwari from Penn State. Yeah. Who's been pretty up and down post Penn State's season. Yeah. And uh, big testing at that size could do do him wonders. Uh, and Trayvon Mullen, who people are kind of all over the place on. Uh, yeah, another dude that's been up and down too. Yeah. Uh, who you got for most to lose? I went with Greedy Williams. Just if he doesn't, if he's smaller, if he doesn't test well, if he doesn't do whatever, blah, blah. He feels like he's already slipping. So it, you know it could it could just be another uh, nail in the coffin there, like not to not to kill him, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I think DeAndre Baker because yeah. first round tape, but the big question is he could be one of the worst testing corners at the combine. <laughs> See, like you know, it's a good pick, but like it depends how bad because like no one expects him to test well, but like if but it's right so now, bad, right now, without even yeah. knowing his testing numbers, he's a first round guy. And then if we get those testing numbers, he could be, like, if he runs, like, 4-6. Yeah. Just things like that. But also, apparently, there's a report that we're going to be surprised with how well he tests, and that could be the difference between him being <laughs> the 28th pick and the 15th pick. I'm just throwing random numbers out. I don't... The f- the, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, And overall winner? I went back to Rocky Sin, baby. I think he's going to just keep t- keep ascending, helping himself. Uh, I don't... Like, I think he's going to do all the testing solid. I don't think he's going to have a monster, monster week. I think he's just going to keep hitting all the all the boxes here. Uh, I went with Greedy Williams. I think, although he's inconsistent on tape uh, yeah. and his drive's a little inconsistent, he is such a long, mm-hmm. smooth corner. I think his, his in on-field drills, he's going to look really good. I love his ball yeah. skills as well. I think he's going to test really well. Yeah. Uh, okay, finally, safeties. Who's, who's got the most to gain? I went with Nasir Adderley from Delaware. Okay. Uh, small school, obviously, lots of there's been hype around him. There still is, but it's it's quieted a little bit, I guess. Uh, if he goes out and tests really well, he might be the first safety drafted. So, uh, I went with Chauncey Gardner Johnson. That's a good one too. Be- same I, idea. He could yeah. be. He's my top safety right now. Um, Man, he, he, what a wild ride Chauncey's been. Yeah, he really balled out. At the end of the year, um, his versatility is kind of what makes him different. Like Deontay Thompson is your utterly are safety two and three for me, but like you know, you have to play them in that single high type role. Versus yeah. Chauncey can play almost anywhere in the secondary. He can be uh, like a dime linebacker. That's so, why your comp is Minka, right? Yeah, come on, man. Minka is my favorite ever. Um, and I think he comes in, he tests really well, uh, and, and and kills the interviews and. Ex- like I, he's gonna have to explain about what was going Stop on. Stop trying. Yeah. yeah, but that that's the difference between him being a first round pick and a second round pick. Chauncey, so weird. Such an interesting because like uh, two years ago, we both he fl- kept flashing to both of us on other people's. Thought team, he was right? the next ja- Jamal Adams at a point. Uh, like he kept lighting dudes up, and like you know, one of those dudes that like, you keep seeing flashing, you have to go find his name, and then in the season. <laughs> Or in the summer, in the beginning of the season, like when you start doing it, he's just like falling at dudes' feet, like, 
And then all of a sudden, at the end of the year, he starts balling and he's second round dude. Like it's a he's a really really interesting ride. Anyways, um, most to lose. I want Jonathan Abram because for some reason he's getting the first round talk, and if he goes out there and just proves that he's a box dude, I don't know if he's gonna like. Why are you picking him there? You know what I mean. Uh, yeah, no, I have him as one of my two. I have him and I have Deontay Thompson, who probably won't uh, be doing much. Is It yeah. won't be doing much, but medicals are going to matter. And just not having his testing numbers is going to scare teams off. Yeah, I think I think he needs to have them. My winner, uh, I, I just went back to Nazir Adderley. I don't know. Who, who's your winner? Uh, my winner is also Nazir Adderley. Okay. Yeah, I think he's going to help himself big time. Um, yeah, he, he, yeah, especially Deontay Thompson out there. Yeah. Which, he can kind of put himself above him. Yeah. Uh. Deontay, Deontay really needed to be there. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm blaming him, but you know what I mean? You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually it's what teams have been on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they're your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. And that's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-unders on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join us now, and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code HEAVEN to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, and don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN when creating your account to clean up to $1,000 in free play. You win, you play first, and then you win, and then you get paid. <laughs> No, baby, it's so easy. You're, you're winning before you even started. Uh, that sounds about right. Um, interior defensive line. Yes, interior defensive line time. One of the best groups in the yeah. entire draft. Yeah. Diving in. Highest floor. <laughs> uh, there's some guy from Bama named Quinnen Williams who's an absolute monster. Rob. Yeah, it's a pretty easy choice. Yeah. Uh, if he's a bust... I will be absolutely shocked. Yeah, I would say he's one of the five cleanest prospects, safest, I'm excited. cleanest in the draft. Sorry to step on your toes. I'm I'm really excited. This is how excited I was to hear your comp from. Oh well, you'll, we'll get there when we get there. I know. I'm just saying. I'm excited. So relax. D excite. D excite. No. Uh yeah. Quinnen does everything well. I mean, he he's plug and play. He's a top three player, top two player in this class. Uh, who's the highest uh, ceiling? I think Quinnen Williams is the highest. <laughs> I okay. think he could be a Hall of Famer. Uh, I have Ed Oliver just because of the athletic ability. That's fair. I love it. Oh, we'll get there. He, he is. I've never seen an interior defensive lineman move the way he moves. He's a freak. Why Why is anyone overthinking this? Why is anyone overthinking it with Ed Oliver? He might be off ball. Like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, just play him at three tech. It's, okay, like, uh, do, do you want to talk this stuff now? Cause, or do you want to save it for Ed? Because like uh, we'll save yeah. it. Save it. Okay. Uh, who's your value pick? I uh, I went back to a guy that we liked in the summer. Had a pretty solid year. Uh, had a nice senior bowl week. I, I went back to Renell Wren. As did I. 
Cool. Okay, so not in my top ten. Fool. But I, that's oh, I think I know why. Never mind. Yeah, I got a couple dudes that I don't. I don't know where you're gonna have them. Anyways, uh, like he's thirteenth, and I still see him as like a late third round dude. Yeah, so, like, I as do I. I've so third. yeah, we're. <laughs> I I have what? And he, uh, and like he played. He wasn't like built to be a nose tackle, but that's where Arizona yeah. State played him, and that's where he, yeah. like he did damage. His numbers aren't from this past season. Probably aren't gonna blow anyone away, but you, mm-hmm. you need the tape for context as to why. Yeah, like, like consistency seemed like an issue, but you're right that he's getting played out of position. And like, he's pretty versatile. Like, like he's he's hella raw, but there's a lot yeah. to mold with him, especially knowing how big and strong, and despite his height, plays with such great leverage. And like, there's nothing. Yeah, for sure, there's nothing he can, he really does poorly. Oh. Uh, who's your Anyways. sleeper? Uh, I went to another guy that's like the same vein. Uh, I went with Marquise Copeland. Okay, still like who's not at the combine? No, he should be though. Uh, also, obviously not in my top ten. Uh, I, I like him in like the fourth round. I still like him a lot. Kind of like Randy's. He's, he's a little. He's a little raw, but he does everything pretty well. He, I think he moves really well. The motor's good. Um, I like. I think just the hands need to get better. Just, just you know, clean some stuff up. I think he's strong enough. The leverage is good. I, I still like Marquis Copeland. I went with Western Illinois' Kalen Saunders. I think that's a very good pick. Who I I love his build and quickness. Um, yeah, 6'1", 320-ish with impressive quickness and athleticism for a stout yep. guy. I think yep. uh, a guy who's raw coming from that level of football, but there's a lot to build around with him. And I thought he had an impressive for sure. Week. Oh yeah. Um, um, who's your wild card? Yeah, Saunders I like a lot, but like he also didn't make my top ten. Uh, wild card, I went with Jeffrey Simmons because it's kind of obvious. Why. Yeah, off field and torn ACL. Yeah. Uh, but you don't top. really know where he's going to go despite knowing how talented he is. Exactly. I, yeah. I also threw, because uh, I thought, that, like you said, obvious one, but I also threw Gerald Willis down as well just because yeah. there's going to be some off field. Not like he just, he left the fo- the Miami's football team for a period of time, so that's going to mm-hmm. be a question he's going to have to answer. Also, he's just not getting the hype right now. You know what I mean? He feels like the the lost puppy in the group. Uh, yeah, I also threw Dexter Lawrence down just because nose tackle. Yeah, you know, very, really very true. Like I, I don't, like is he in your top ten? Yeah, he's not mine. It's a take. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I like the group a lot, and like I have him like the third round. I just. I think Dexter Williams is a good pick for Wildcard. Well, we'll talk about him when you, you name him. And who's your best bet? Quinn, Quinn Williams. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Easy. Um, yeah. Okay. Counting down from 10. Uh, 10 for me out of the Ohio State University. Uh, Draymond Jones. Whoa, mm-hmm. finish your drink. Hey, we did it right off the bat, baby. It's a good week. I think, like, we're, so, like, Draymond's like a third round dude for me. Yeah. I like him. Uh, there's a lot to like, and he's also not polished. I don't know. Like he, he can get watched in the run game. I think. Yeah. No. He uh he struggles to hold yeah. the point. He's got some strength yes. questions. Um, I don't know how like big he, he is. Yeah, and like if he doesn't get pressure right away, like shoot a gap or anything, mm-hmm. he kind of just out of the play. But he's a really good athlete. He's yeah, quickness, explosiveness. Um, yeah. 
uses his hands decently. Uh, He's going to be, at minimum, a three-tech who can pass rush early in his NFL career. Uh, I think so. Third round due for me. I'm I'm really high on the group as a whole. That's why Dexter Lawrence doesn't make it. But uh, yeah, he just he just you know kind of falls behind a bit because of uh, like he, he's got he's got good potential, but he's not clean yet. You know what I mean? Draymond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got him 94th on my board. Uh, and the pro comps Nick Fairley. I don't hate that. The body the body size mm-hmm. like long and lean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, who you got at nine? So ninth here is Zach Allen. And I know he played, obviously, the edge. I think he's a 5-tech. He just looks like a 5-tech. I don't even think I'd play him anywhere else, to be honest. Um, you have him next week, though, right? Yeah, he won't be in my top 10, probably. Okay, cool. So we can talk about him now. Yeah, yeah, I Maybe he will. I don't know. I can't do math. <laughs> I like, I, I, I'm glad what you, you, you brought it up because, like, he just feels a little inconsistent, to be honest. Like, sometimes his get-off is really quick. He moves well. He's pretty strong. Just sometimes it's not there, you know what I mean? Yeah, he he's behind Tremont Jones on my big board though. They're, so like he wouldn't be in here for me. Okay. They're they're close. I like I don't like he's not a great athlete. I don't think he adds that much as a pass rusher. Um he's all Sometimes he, sometimes it flashes and then he, like he relies mainly on power and leverage. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but I do think if you were playing him in this 5 tech 2 gapping 5 tech role like he could be a nice starter in that role. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like obviously he's got no bend. And I I'm worried that he'll have dropped weight for the combine to try and be an edge when I'd rather him. Yeah. He doesn't even really have to add that much weight from what the frame it looked like he played at, no, at Boston College. For sure. But I just yeah, that's where I see him. So it's kind of a group like uh Allen Jones, uh Dexter Lawrence Isaiah Bugs from 9 to 12. It's kind of like a grouping. I don't like it. it's a. I like the class so much though. Anyways, um, mine my, my nine is Ronell Wren. Okay, eighty eighth cool. on my board. Pro comp. I he's not there yet, but this is who he reminds me of when I watch him with the combination of size, the great leverage, the power. I think uh, uh, the comps are Keem Hicks. Um, I think better athlete than you expect. Yeah, absolutely. Six five three fifteen. Um. I think he just, he he wins purely right now uh, if he, as a pass rusher purely with power and leverage. Leverage, yeah. And uh, but he does it he does it pretty well. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> um I think he needs to improve as a pass rusher as a whole and like adding more moves to the arsenal rather than just yeah. bull. Um yeah. I'd like to see that and I saw a little bit of that at the senior bowl. Um I love his motor. I love the way he plays. He's got this intensity about him. Um mm-hmm. I just I think there's just a lot of potential to mold him into something. And so I, like yeah, for sure I agree. Yeah, and like I don't think he's a nose tackle in the NFL, and that's where he played at Arizona State. And I think he can give you more playing in a kind of almost anywhere else. Yeah, I think he could easily be a five and or a three and a bit of a hybrid guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's what I mean. Like you could play him at one tech, three tech. I mean, he showed he can play nose at, or at five tech. Yeah. Um, what's I gonna say? So yeah, so that that grouping I said, and then like just behind it, Ren Copeland and Saunders, like those are dudes third and fourth round guys. But like I like them a lot, and I almost like the group of Ren Copeland and Saunders more than like Allen and Lawrence. You know what I mean? Saunders is so interesting. Anyways, let's keep going. Uh, who you got at eight? 
Eighth, I have LJ Collier from TCU. I Ooh, know you view him as an interior? Yeah, I know. I like he's, him inside. He's like 260. They think I'm at 280. I know. He's that's like I don't know about this one. This one's a stretch. So you're playing him as a five tech? Like, if you see can... how how bad, I feel like you're just doing him a disservice by moving him outside or inside when he's got such bend for a, for a dude with his right. ability. Let's let's. T- I, you're right. I don't. He's kind of a tweener though. I don't like. I like him a lot though. Like I I would like him in like the late second round. Yeah. I don't know where he's gonna play. I, I I like him. I put him in in the inside. Like, I, like I kind of want to put him at three tech and see a freak, but then I don't know if he's got the size or strength. See, like he didn't play. Like I know, and he's I got know, again. He's got the bend, so I don't. I just don't. Like he's he's better standing up than he is with his hand in the dirt too. Yeah, so that's why. Like I don't know. I don't know. I, it's like, he's kind of an interesting case though. I'm just skipping over to him in my notes real quick. Like I, I, I got a Preston Smith type of vibe from him. I don't know if he can play three four though. That's a linebacker. Yeah, but they didn't think Preston Smith could either. There's, they're That's almost true. the exact same size. Uh, I think Collier's actually one of the most interesting guys to watch at the combine, especially oh, with the he, the with the talk we heard this week about yeah. the Raiders could take him in the first round. Yeah, I like. I mean, I like Collier a lot. It's just. I don't know where to play him. Like, you just see him as a pure edge? No, I think he's got the versatility to play kind of all over, but I I would, like, I'm not going to stick him as a three-tack, purely. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, another hybrid dude. I like Collier a lot. Um, Like you said, he's he's athletic, he bends, he's slippery. Uh, He's got some heavy hands. Uh, He can can work that leverage. Sorry? He dominated the scene. Oh, yeah. That's my first note, senior will stand out. You're right though, like that bend is it's natural, it's nice. It's surprising for a dude of his thickness. Yeah. I also don't for sure. know, know what like he's listed at six four two seventy six. So we'll see. He's all his his list is all over the place. But then yeah, then six two two eighty. Yeah. Like who knows? Uh, okay, again. so this is gonna be interesting. So yeah, I'll be I'll really be watching him at the uh senior bowl. Combine. I mean yeah, combine. Uh I was really watching him at the combine. Yeah. At senior bowl too. Uh, uh eight for me is Gerald Willis from Miami. Okay. Um, 52nd on my board. So there's a big hop from Ren to him. Ren yeah. 88th, Willis 52nd. Uh, Sheldon Rankin's comp. I think he's explosive. I think his arm over move is one of the best moves from yeah. anyone on, on this list here. Um, I love his quickness. I think he's got a motor. Um, he's similar idea to Draymond Jones. He can get washed against the run yeah. and holding the point. If you watch the Virginia game. It's a lot of either he wins or he just gets blown off the ball. And like, that's a word for me. I have strength questions with him. Yeah. Um, he needs to develop more. I like. I, I want to be playing him as like a uh, one-gapping three-tech who can shoot. Me too. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, than, same idea as Draymond Jones, really. No, other than the size, he's very similar to Draymond. Yeah. Because, like, I think, too, he gets stuck if he doesn't get immediate penetration. You're right. He gets he get to wash in the, the run game. Um. And he's got the better moves and the better hands than Draymond does, but like the same idea. He's got the quick get off. Anyways, you'll hear his name shortly. Um, who you got at seven? I got Charles Amenihu from Texas. Okay, so we. I wasn't sure if you were gonna have him as an interior guy or an edge guy. I also yeah. have him as as an interior guy, just because he played both. Um, 
I know people view him and, and like he's he came in at six I think what six six two seventy four at the senior yeah. bowl. So yeah, that's why it goes back to yeah. me. I hope he he's uh heavier at the senior or at the combine. Yeah, because like you said, they use him at three five. They stood him up, play like regular edge. Yeah, like I I like a Manny Hugh. I think I like Collier better. I know he's lower in my rankings, but like. Amenahue kind of grades out more because he's kind of got everything going for him. You know what I mean? I don't find a major hole in his game, and I think Ex- he exactly he keeps on getting better and better and better as he plays more football. He's a pretty raw guy. I know he showed yeah. up at Texas as like a six six two hundred flat guy who's just yeah. been adding frame, and he's like a freaky length monster. Um, I'll, I'll yeah. have a little more on him in a bit. No, okay, I'll talk about him. Like like you said, he's. It's a like, there's a lot of good. Just for me, he doesn't. I think you kind of touched on it. Like he keeps getting better, but he doesn't make a lot of standout plays. Yeah, there's not as much he flash does. as some of these other guys. Yeah, he's not. He's not the flashiest. I, I like him like the mid to late second though. Like I'm still high. Yeah. Well, just like comparing him versus Gerald Willis, I think. Yeah. A many who's a better football player, Willis makes more splash plays. So my number six is Willis, and like they grade out like the same. I like them both mid late second. I think that's that's fair. Like. I think Willis, you see the upside, but you know his role. And Manny Hughes kind of more yeah, You got to figure him out a little more, yeah. Like yeah, we said, Willis is going to be a three-tech mm-hmm. one. A three-tech one gapper who just shoots. Yeah. I, I like them both, so. Me too. Um, I mean, this class is awesome. Seven yeah. for me is Dexter Lawrence. Okay. So I've been all over the map with him. I think his 2016 tape was pretty incredible for a freshman. I think his 2017 yeah. tape, he looked like not that great. In yep. the 2018, he really put it together again. Uh, yeah. So with him, it, it just comes down to where do you value a nose tackle? He gives you a little more than some nose tackles. Like he moves well for 340 pounds. Yeah. Um, like I got him at 6'3", 340. He's 48th on my big board. Um, okay, so you're pretty high on him. Okay, right. Comp is Damon Harrison. I think he can be the best nose tackle in the NFL. I think he's got that type of potential with his uh, the leverage he plays with, the movement yeah. skills for a man of his size. I think he holds the point really well. I watched yeah. him just dominate Pittsburgh and Syracuse. Um, but then there's other games like I didn't like. Like I said, I mean Auburn 2017, Vatek in 2017. Didn't love what I saw. Um, yeah. He needs to be in the right role and be used correctly but i think he yeah tons of potential like i would say at at the the low end he's dj reader i like there i think who's one of the best noses yeah he's interesting like for sure i think like you definitely see the potential like i I mean there's first round talk with him i wouldn't take a nose tackle in the first round yeah and if you did it wouldn't be him or would it well no, no. That's why he's okay. 48th on my board. Okay, I'm just making sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if there's, uh, just the way the NFL is now, if there's any nose tackle. I mean, Vita Vea was probably one of the closer things to that. Yeah, and he kind of transcended it a bit. But, like... Vita Vea you know, played standing up at Washington, baby. I know. Lawrence, like, he's really strong. Like, if he, like he, I want to see how he moves at the combine. Me too. And, like, if he gets moved a little bit in the run because like he does sometimes then he just plants and he eats space so like that's yeah. a nice like like you know, like, you know you, his... you, there's there's not a lot of upside in general with the nose tackle position but I think he has some pretty 
solid upside. No, I know, but like, but the position. You're, yeah, no, yeah, I understand. that's what I mean. But also, he doesn't have much downside. Like, yeah, he's a, he's safe because I think no matter what, you're getting a starting nose tackle with him. Yeah, and see, like that for me, that's a third round, pick. That, and that's fine. Yeah, and I, I like it. Don't hate Dexter Lawrence. I think I'm a little more sour on him because I see people mocking him like in the twenties. You know what I mean? So I'm like. All right, chill. But <laughs> uh, okay, you said you had draw Willis six, right? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, same. Just we talked about it. The things he does well, he does really well, and yep. he's going to be a bit of a liability in the run game. Yeah. Uh, six for me is Jerry Tillery from Notre Dame. Okay. Um, so forty first on my big board. Uh, pro comp is Leonard Williams. I think he can be one of the like I think he is such a perfect five tech. Where, wait, where'd you say Tillery was forty first? Yeah, I love Jerry Tillery. Okay, thank you. I've, there's, I mean, the Stanford game specifically. He's not that guy the whole time, the all season. Is no, he's not. But like, he took that game over. That's his the game for him. Yeah. Um, he played with a, a torn shoulder labrum this season too. Yeah. Um, but I think like, to to be honest, like. If he ends up being Steven to it, that's fine with me too. For me, like I Tillery's interesting. I think he can play potentially like almost anywhere on the defensive line. Like he's not gonna be an edge, but you know what I mean? I think he could do everything pretty he's, well. He's six five, three oh six. He's I think, built for it. Um yeah. I think decent athlete. Like I'm not gonna blow you away athletically, but he's fine. I think he's, I think he's pretty good, yeah. Um I think for his height, he plays with fantastic leverage and power. Yeah. Uh his his hand use like he's got heavy hands. I think he holds the point really well for a guy who's yeah, tall and kind yeah. of like he's not thin, but you know what I mean. Like he's built that way. Um, His get off can be really fucking good. Uh, I think he could be just one of the better five techs in the NFL. I I think he can still play three. I I just uh, think he he's perfect for the five tech. You're not wrong. Uh, you're not wrong. Um, he works his ass off too. Like. Like from snap to whistle, he's busting. Yeah, he's got guys. a big motor. For me, when I was watching Tillery, at first it was like, all right, I, I like him as a top 40 dude. And then it was like, all right, 20 to 32, I'm solid with him. Nope, he ended up falling like the 15 to 25 range for me. I like him a lot. I know. That's big. That's okay. He's your version of Charles Amenahue then, because I'm pretty <laughs> big on him. I like Tillery a lot. I know, like, the Stanford game you put on, you're, you're absolutely floored. It's, he's not the same dude. But, like, you put on Michigan, and he's still, he's still fucking good. He's quite good, good yes. Yeah. Um, who's fifth for you? I got Christian Wilkins here. All right. So, between Willis and Jerry Tillery, Jerry, Jerry Tillery's number four. Uh, Wilkins is an early second-round dude for me. I I like Wilkins, but I think, I don't know. There's something that holds me back from him a little bit. I, I don't know what it is. Like... I think he can be very good, and he's—I know he's like a really fucking hard worker and really super likable guy. I think he's gonna be a really good football player. He looks really intelligent too. Uh, I like his leverage. Probably the smartest player in the draft. Yeah, no, I, I like him a lot. And he—you he, know—it it shows up on tape too. And mm-hmm. obviously, you know he's an intelligent dude. Um, like he—he's really solid. I think I think Christian Wilkins is pretty safe, and there's some upside. But I, I don't see like a super special upside that that that. Makes me want to take him in the first round, but I like him a lot. Um, yeah, I'll have a bit on him in a moment. Uh, fifth okay. for fifth for me is Charles Amenehu. Okay, who's twenty ninth on my board? 
Prokop, I, like he's baby DeForest Buckner, and you know how much I love DeForest Buckner. Yeah. Um, I think he can develop into that type of guy. Now, that's I think he okay. He's six six two seventy four. I hope he comes mm-hmm. in heavier. I like him playing closer to two ninety. Yeah. Um, and I, I like him as a three tech. I like his explosiveness. I think he's um, he uses his length really well. Uh, big motor on him. He yeah. he needs to add that weight to be a consistent force versus the run, but I think he's got a lot of pass rush up upside inside yeah. uh, with him and versatility to play kind of all over the the defensive line, which Texas did with him. Um, I think the combine is going to be really big for him. Yeah, I think so too, and I think he could have a really good combine. Uh, and four for you is Tillery, right? Yeah, I love Jerry. T- I'm surprised how much I like Jerry Tillery. I'm surprised too. I, I think he's he's. Yeah, I usually don't like dudes like I think he's. A, I, I like him. I, sorry, I like him a lot. And I got Wilkins at four. Uh, oh, back to Amani Hughes, twenty ninth on my board. I don't know if I said that. I think you did. Okay, uh, I just want to talk a little more. Uh, Wilkins is twenty fourth on my board. Okay. Uh, Pro comp Sheldon Richardson. I love his explosiveness. I yeah. think he plays with really great leverage. His quickness is borderline elite. He has a hot motor for uh, an interior dude too. Um, other things I think he could afford to be if he doesn't win with initial gap shooting yeah he can kind of not do a ton as a pass rusher yeah I Uh, get that um, but he he also he's better against the run than I expected him to be like he he just doesn't get moved yeah he's he that's what I mean like he plays low center of gravity great leverage Uh, he also, with his athleticism, he can force runs um, yep, and, and track them down. Yeah, and sure. uh, I don't know. I just think he, like you said, I think he's just got a really clean game. He does. I think he's safe. Like, I, I he just isn't, like, especially in this class, I, I don't I don't know if he's special enough to, to be a first-round pick. But, like, top of the second, I think you're getting It's not a, really a very good, good class, so I think he's going to go first round. That's very fair. I just mean in the in the grouping, sorry. For oh, the interior yeah. Defensive line group. And the defensive line in general. I'm, you're right. In the class, that's very fair. Um, yeah, when I do my grades, I don't I do not do it to the class. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. like you said, leverage is really good, too. Um, like, like I, I also don't have a first round grade on him. But, like, yeah. obviously, he's in my top 32. Yeah. And, like, I think if you're picking in the back like in the back end of the first round you're pretty happy if you get christian wilkins i i think that's fair um yeah that's fair uh, okay who's third for you i bet i i bet i know your top three you you want to guess i don't know jeffrey do. simmons who yeah i'm kidding jeffrey, <laughs> jeffrey simmons is number three for me you too yes of course okay so we, we have the same top three uh and i i think it's hard to disagree but lots of people do so hey uh so well, simmons you you know the ACL and the off-field issues are probably going to force him down. I, I think he's a top 15 player. You have him, what, like fifth or something? Uh, yeah, he's sixth on my board. Six. I think he's a top 15 dude. Um, like, he's he's just he's fucking good, dude. Like, he's another dude with really good motor, busts his ass. Like, uh, he uses his hands well. His, freight, his size is really impressive to me. I don't – is it just you, me or, like, he really sticks out. Like, I know he's, like, 6'3", 305, but he looks – Bigger? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he and know, he smooth. moves. Yeah, like he, he's very explosive. I love his power. Yeah. I think he's got great hand use and heavy hands. Leverage is fantastic. He's quick, yeah. big motor. Um, 
he's strong. Like uh, he's a very clean prospect to me. Uh, oh, yeah, on the field, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, and, and no, uh, obviously okay. with the torn ACL in the off field, like he could go. I, we've talked about. I, he's not going to yeah. get out of the top forty. I think he's too good for that. I, I agree. Um, you kind of like in, uh, touch on his explosiveness. He's just like he's just so sudden. You know what I mean? It's just like there will be a gap and then it's gone. Like yeah. he, he closes so quickly. Yeah. He's he, mean. He like, plays through the whistle. He's uh, uh, the number one interior defensive lineman in some classes. It's just this oh, one's awesome. Oh, like e- easily. Like easily. he's yeah. My comp on him. So he's six on my board. My comp's Fletcher Cox. Yeah. Uh, okay, two for you, Zed Oliver. Yeah, Ed Oliver's number two. He's still a top ten guy to me. Like, come on, man. You can't watch Ed Oliver and not. Think he's an absolute stud. Like, I don't... He's listed at six two two ninety. If he comes in at six foot two eighty, I'm okay. Right, that's fine. So, I don't care. He's Geno Atkins. First of all, the the height thing for interior defensive linemen in matter. the NFL is it's proven it wrong matter. every freaking year. Why? Like, why have we been having to say this for like ten years now? Like, I, I you keep being proven wrong NFL. Like, I think moving him would be dumb. Like, it just for me, I want quickness, athleticism at every single position. Like, why would you rather have just a plug that can only make tackles between the guards when Ed Oliver can make tackles, make plays, like, outside of the offensive tackles? Like, you know what I mean? Like, the dude just moves so effortlessly, so freakishly. Like, yeah, I like, know, I've, I, like I said, I've never seen a interior defensive lineman move like a fluid linebacker before, which right, he does. Stop, don't, don't say linebacker. I, I'm not moving him there, don't worry. <laughs> um, He's third on my board. Comps Geno Atkins. Yeah. He's rare explosiveness, elite quickness, um, big motor on him too. I think yeah. despite his size, he holds the point. He battles double and triple teams basically every snap, so he's used to that. His yeah. leverage is terrific, which his lack of height helps that. Um, he He's just as good a power rusher as he is a speed rusher. His hands are violent. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with him. He's a top three player. I think Ed Oliver's going to be a better pro than he was a college player too. I, I wouldn't. I mean, he was pretty dominant in college. I but, know. like, yeah, I think he's an all-pro talent. My, I like, like, I think Quentin Williams, Ed Oliver, and Nick Bosa are my top three, and they're my they're my three all-pro talents in this class. Yeah. Uh, I like, for Oliver, did, did, I don't know, like, later in the year, you know, there was all that, the code stuff. Like, did effort and attitude become an issue with him? I mean, maybe it did. But, like, even then, he was still really good. And like I don't, I don't, I think that will change in the NFL. I think he's going balls to the wall once he gets to the league. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. I, I, I just want like I almost am okay with him falling to uh, Dan Quinn at fourteen. I know because I would just love it. Because you can put him in the Pro Bowl year one. Like, anyways, Quinn Williams. Yeah, he's exciting. Whatever. Number one. Uh, yeah, Quinn Williams is number one. He's number two on my big board though, behind Nick Bosa. All right, that that's a good battle though. Is that going to change for you? Probably. It's right? changed like seven times. I know it's going to be an interesting battle. Uh, what's your comp? Uh, Gerald McCoy. Okay. I think it's just he's got that same wiggle that everybody does, or everybody does that Gerald McCoy does. <laughs> yeah, well, he's explosive, he's mediocre. but also he uses his hands so well. Yeah, I know. He is the cl- like, cleanest prospect in the draft, I think. Yeah. I'd say it's like him and TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> um, just like I don't have a flaw in his game. He's going to be as dominant a pass rusher as a run defender. Like, 
The thing that blows me away about Williams is, like, he makes it look so impossibly easy. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like you're, you're like, how is he doing this? And he's just, like, he's so slippery. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm talking about, the wiggle that Gerald McCoy has. That's why I come back to that Gerald McCoy comp on him. I I think that's, like, the main comp most people have on the guy. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's no holes, man. Like, the motor doesn't stop. He's obviously constantly in the backfield. It's a good athlete. Like the, the, they change the direction as well. Like you said, the hands, man, they're strong. They know what they're doing, and they're really quick. He gets it done. Like that one thing, like you know, he almost looks like he plays high, but like he's got a weird natural bend. Remember when we talked about this in 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 the fall? It's it's kind of interesting. Um, he's strong. He never gets it. Like he's just a fucking stud, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he's as clean as they come. Yeah. I I don't see any way you're not getting a all pro player in him like I know defensive uh, interior defensive linemen don't often go first overall but when you got Chandler Jones and stuff like it's probably worth it right yeah and I, you don't really have much inside I so I, I, I don't know Chandler Jones and Nick Bosa sounds pretty nice though it does like I don't think you can go wrong but hey uh, anyway that's gonna do it for us here at uh, 7 Runs in Heaven you can uh, follow AJ on Twitter at AJ Marchese13. You can follow me at Rob Paul NFL. You can follow Armchair at ACL Americans and at Armchair NFL. Um, go to armchairallamericans.com. You can read my NFL scouting combine guides. Uh, the offensive one is out, and the defensive one will be out soon. So, uh, AJ, any last words? Uh, please, please, just get off the mound.